In this episode, in the spotlight, Io Shirai. Miss Me Yet with Brock Lesnar. Kurt Angle's run, was it better in TNA or WWE? And in the hot tag news, the worst champion between Jinder Mahal and Kofi Kingston. In a brand new episode of Wrestling POV Podcast with your host, Tony Diaz, Rick Serrano III, and the $50 man, Clay Cummings. Wrestling POV is preposterous, is obnoxious, is atrocious, is ridiculous, is churlish, is interesting, but stupid! Wrestling POV is your point of view, bring you 20 years of change in the wrestling business. From the spotlight to the polls, from birthdays to hot tech news. Wrestling news, rumors, and injury reports Covered by the greatest in the whole damn sport This week in wrestling, who made the book? My second shelf full pay-per-view points game Love, peace, and wrestling is what they're all about So sit back, kick back, and hear them all out It's retirement day, huh? Yep, it's, it's the end of an era <laughs> Yeah, what an error that was. <laughs> um, excuse me, it was the greatest era of Wrestling POV Podcast history. Jeez. <laughs> first of all, first of all, Miguel, wow, five years. I mean, we're all we're on our five year anniversary, by the way, guys. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Congratulations to us. Yeah. Five um, years. But Miguel, you know, two weeks ago, you just throw this news at us. You say you're retiring. What is the deal? Why are you retiring? <laughs> well, it, it, it goes like this. A good friend of mine by the name of Kevin Grimes, baby, showed me the way. He showed me how to get rich. And now, Tony and Clay, you guys know how I take half of Mr. Rick's checks every yeah, week? All the time. Wait, what? <laughs> I knew that. Yeah, so what I did was I invested Mr. Rick's money into Cameron Grimes' account. And baby, we are rich! Woo! That's what I'm doing, baby. I'm rich and I am going to the moon! Jesus. But unlike Cameron Grimes, I'm actually going to the moon. I'm going on a rocket ship to the moon. Is Is that where you're vacationing or you're moving to? Yes, I'm going to vacation on the moon. Um, it's very expensive. Mexico? No, why would I go there? From I, I, I escaped there, <laughs> but I'm going to the moon because the moon is the only spot a puppet has never landed. So oh. I'm going to be the first puppet on the moon. All right, well, there you go. Yeah, yeah. that's you're going to the to the moon, <laughs> and and what happens? So. You're staying on the moon? No, it's just a vacation. Then I come back and live with you. Wait, what? Yeah, that ain't happening. No. <laughs> no. Right, let's get on with this. Let's show. get on with this. Uh, Go we, to the soundboard. Uh, so uh, we have a spotlight this week. Rick, who you who you got this week in this week's spotlight? Oh, I waited for you. And we got Eo Shirai in the spotlight, the 30-year-old genius of the sky. Yes, uh, Io Shirai, is she missing something? Now, we've been talking about this for a while now, and I look at Io Shirai, and I see a great athlete. I see a great wrestler. 
but there's something missing. There's got to be something more. You know, I like well, to I compare. I compare yeah. her to. I think she's missing a uh, character. Look, like look yeah. at Carrie Sane. Carrie Sane, the mm-hmm. the pirate princess. She had yeah. it. She didn't have to talk. She had the pirate princess character. It worked for her. Right. And right. It, it, it embellished on her matches. But Io Shirai, what is it? I know yeah. she got she got that over the moon salt, which is awesome. She does the six one nine. She jumps off of high things. So what is she, the Jeff Hardy of women's wrestling? Oh, <laughs> but see, even Jeff Hardy, though, has personality, has character. Eh, a, a little bit, a little bit. Just <laughs> a little bit. He, he's terrible on the mic. Um, but mm. so is Io Shirai. Io Shirai can't cut a promo. So yeah. Yeah. I love her matches, but her, her, her gear needs work. I, I, her and Asuka need to just take time off. And I feel like they need to be repackaged. Her gear is fine, I think. I like it. Mm, It just feels like generic one on the wrestling games. (laughs) (laughs) Clay, what do you think? I think what it is, I think you get spoiled with the girls, the way the the women, not girls, uh, dress nowadays. And she covers up pretty much everything. Oh, I'm fine with her covering up, but it's but just it's, it's it looks I think it's fitting for her because sometimes yeah. she even changes it up too, you know. Like, I mean, I hate to admit it, um, Natalia, you know, it's the, yeah, Natalia's gear is still sexy and it's still somewhat revealing, but it's still somewhat covered up too, if that makes sense. Yeah. Hmm. No, I got you, you know, but so uh, she, with EO, I think that's fine for her. I can't see her wearing anything else but that. Well, if you look at her days back in stardom, it was a whole different yeah. character, you know. Yeah. But but she might not I, be I'm comfortable not, with that though. You, you, we don't know. No, I'm and I'm fine with her not revealing anything. I just think the color scheme is off. Like she does like a neon green with black and this maroon color. Yeah, it's just but even those neon greens, it's not like it's overwhelming either. You right. know? No, no, it's, it's like just highlights just, in the hair, you know. Yeah. You don't OD it, but it's there. You know, yeah. well, it kind of looks good. I think I think EO is fine. I, um, uh, there's a few things that, that I think gets me upset with her is just the simple fact that before she came NXT champion, she wanted to go back to Japan. Yeah. She didn't want to resign with WWE. She did. She just wanted to go back to Japan. Um, I think the language barrier is, was a big factor in this. Yeah. And, she really did want to go back to Japan and uh, they ended up promising her a couple of things or whatever they prom. I don't know what it was, but then obviously two weeks later, she became NXT champion. Yep. So what's that? And she's been champion ever since. So is she using that as leverage to stay as champion or is she really that good? I say she's good. I do. Yeah. One of the best there, but I, her character, like you said, Rick is one of the her that's her downfall is her character and because she comes off as somewhat unhappy all the time yeah with her facial expressions is always like you know frowning and like you you know it's like "Mm, don't don't act like that you're champion be happy but then of course it's coming off too is all right is she a baby face or a heel she's like sometimes she acts like she's in between so that's where the gear comes in 
where, where yeah. like the darker yeah, colors always, are normally for heels. Yeah, I always say black is normally for heels. You know, lighter colors is always for the baby faces, but um, that's just the old school in me. Um, yeah. But I don't know. Uh, she kind of makes it work. But like I said, for me, I think she's just holding this whole thing of, oh, I'm going to go back to New Japan, and they're keeping her as champion as long as they can just to keep her there. So yeah. I don't know. Uh, Clay, what are your thoughts? I think, honestly, I agree with both of you on the fact that I think EO still would love to go to Japan. Uh, like Tony said earlier, that her facial expressions are kind of not happy-wise, or she should be champ, or she is champ, and is not really there. I don't feel like her yeah. whole demeanor is into NXT. I think she wants yeah. to go to Japan, and it's just, it, you can tell by, by that kind of. Her character is way off um not kind of bland you know i mean just i agree 100 with everybody great wrestler i i love eo but it's just it's not there yeah now i mean how how you guys do you guys how do you think she'll fare if she goes to the main roster are they gonna put her with oscar you know just to she drowns if she goes yeah. to the main roster she drowns i agree <laughs> Uh, Sanders, he says, I think she's needing to go to Raw and challenge Asuka because they aren't making Asuka defend her title at all. Well, um, Josh, she's hurt. Uh, she got her, knee- her teeth knocked out, her knees. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so she's out for, she's going to be out for a couple weeks, they said. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I took your injury report, right? Yeah, um, thank you. Welcome. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. I don't know. Uh, there's something about EO that needs to change. I'm going to go out on a limb and say, I think the rest of her career, she should just be a heel. Yes. Yep. Because the baby face is not, there's nothing there for me to feel sorry for her. I don't know. Like I said, her biggest is her facial expressions. Her facial expressions is just non-existent. And yep. it's just bad. It's terrible. I mean, and, uh- According nope. to our poll, 80% of the people say yes, she needs to change something. She needs something. And 20% say no. She doesn't need wow. to change anything. They just okay, well, hey, what the people are right. What was that? The people are right. Yeah. Maybe. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> sure. We'll we'll let them have this one. So all right, so there's your spotlight as Io Shirai. Um, do you have anything lined up, Rick? I do. Uh, next week, I want to talk about Christian. Oh, okay. And you know what? Next week, we may be talking about Christian, the AEW signee. Oh, Because oh. <laughs> I just want to throw out there, Christian is a free agent, according to sources. He's not right. signed with the WWE. Yes, he did. I just oh, read wow. it last night because people were throwing that out there. And, and the, yeah. uh, what's his name? Brian Alvarez. Yep. No, that's not true. Why is people saying that? They're saying that oh. Chris is staying with WWE. We will see. Huh? Yeah. Then it'll, it'll be irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> that's not like Jesus Christ. All right. Uh, let's go to our Facebook polls uh, and uh, posts. Or what, I always, yep. always mess that up. Anyway, uh, this week is which part of Kurt Angle's career was best? Uh, WWE or TNA? Uh, Rick, you posted this. Uh, yes. Ring yourself, why? Um, absolutely. Kurt Angle went out and said a couple of weeks ago, TNA was the better part of his career. And a lot of people just jumped on him and said, no, 
WWE was the better part of your career. So I'm going to throw it at you guys first, and then I'll answer myself. Uh, Clay, uh, WWE or TNA, what was the better part of Kurt Angle's career? Man, you know, he had great uh, great career in both WWE and TNA. So many great moments. Uh, but I would have to agree with Kurt and say that his best work was in TNA. Wow. Uh, yeah, he. I feel like in TNA he got more of an opportunity to be the guy because whenever uh-huh. he was in WWE, it was always Stone Cold, The Rock, Triple H, and Kurt was kind of he was there still, but he was more of like the background, put people over kind of guy. But when he was also in TNA. He was the guy, like the main guy to go to. So I would have to say his best work was in TNA. All right. That's wow. That was really good, Clay. Uh, Tony? I'm going to say WWE. Wow. Um, Yeah, because, I I mean, that's where I remember Kurt mostly from. I mean, I think his TNA run was good. I'm not going to take that away. But I just think that he, in TNA, I, I just think, like, that was his last run. So he was giving it his all. And he was doing anything he could to throw out a good match. And at the same time, watching him in TNA, in those matches, he looked hurt every single time. And he was just, you know, like moving like he was a robot, you know. And it was like, dude, you just re- give it up already. You know, kind of like how I feel about Matt Hardy right now. It's like, dude, yeah. <laughs> up already. Yeah. But in WWE, though, he was, you know, his character was there. His character development was there. Um, when he was a, a baby face, he was hilarious. When he was a heel, he was hilarious, but he was still a heel. Um, he had a lot of great matches in, in WWE. So I'm going to go with WWE instead of TNA. All right. And you know what? I totally disagree, Tony. I think and he was fine. he was amazing Next topic. in TNA. <laughs> he was amazing in TNA. He did not move like a robot until the end of that run. In the beginning of that run, him and Samoa Joe put on shows, man. They were epic. Him and, and uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, AJ Styles. Him and uh, Black Hole Slam guy. What's his name? Uh, Abyss. They Abyss, were amazing. Dude. He tapped out Abyss for the first time ever. The moonsaults <laughs> off the everything. Yeah. Kurt Angle was amazing in TNA. Um, he held every belt at one point in TNA. Yeah. Um, I think he was unleashed. I think what happened was uh, Kurt Angle went from household name in WWE to being a fucking wrecking machine in TNA. He was unleashed. And you know what? Chaparro Chapa from Instagram says TNA. He was more aggressive. And I totally agree with that comment, that he was way more aggressive in TNA. And Pro Wrestling Light says he was great in TNA, but WWE will always be his home. And you know what? That's kind of true, too. I get it. I yeah. see it. But, man, if you guys want to see Kurt Angle at his best, in my opinion, my POV, look back at TNA 2006 when he made his debut. Kurt Angle was on a roll, man. Kurt Angle was butter. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> um, but, Clay, the fans voted, and uh, 75% say WWE was his better run. 25% say TNA. Well, the fans wow. are wrong on this one. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, there you go. See, I was right. That's why I let y'all have your two minutes of fame just now. 
ridiculous. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> There's just so many moments in between with him and WWE or and TNA that either way is acceptable. You know, either way. He's a Hall of Famer in both. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Oh. Yeah. I like Kareem. This is my buddy. Or I'm his buddy. <laughs> hey, buddy. I'm his buddy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, uh, our other poll uh, post that we have on our Facebook page is uh, Miss Me Yet, and it was Brock Lesnar this week. Oof. And uh, before we go on with this, um, you know, just for everybody to know that, you know, if, if you want to make a suggestion, throw it on our Facebook page uh, just to stir things up a little bit and uh, to be different from what us us guys here on Wrestling POV po- post on the page. So, all right, Brock Lesnar, miss me. He's been gone since last year's WrestleMania. WrestleMania, yep, yep. And, um, there's been a lot of rumors out there saying that he's he hasn't signed with WWE. They're saying that he might go to you know the secret signee for AEW. They threw his name out there. Um, I don't know that Brock's Brock. He does whatever he wants to do. Um, I think if he if he's not the signee for AEW, which we'll find out tomorrow, but if the, if it's not him, I think Vince might throw one of those lifetime contracts like he did with yeah, the Undertaker. I can see it. I think he might do that with Brock, you know, to be like, hey, you know, he doesn't want him going anywhere, you know. Is is Brock really that much of an attraction? Apparently though, so. To get. You know, well, we'll see. I mean, like I said, if if he is the new signee for AEW, I mean, that'll be something. For sure. Uh, he'll do whatever he wants, yeah. just like he did in WWE. That's a bad. That's a bad choice. If he is well, the AEW signee, it's terrible for he, AEW. If he can't do whatever he wants in AEW, he's not going to sign. No. Look, look at the contracts he has with WWE. Okay. He shows up whenever he wants. He, you know, the deals is all right. You get four TV appearances a year from me. Like seriously, mm-hmm. and they pay millions. Really, dude. Damn, smart. Okay, but, <laughs> so the question is, do you miss him? Um, right now I do. Uh, <laughs> happened with Bobby Lashley and the match that everybody is talking about is they want to see Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of factors in this though. Um, Bobby Lashley's a heel, Brock Lesnar's a heel. I'm not saying that they can't do a heel versus heel gimmick, but uh, I think that it's gonna hurt Bobby because the fans are gonna be cheering for Bobby. Because they hate Brock Lesnar that much. Yeah. I'm not, like, again, I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with doing the heel versus heel of hate face versus face. It's supposed to be bad guy versus good guy. But in this case, it's fine. But I think it's going to hurt Bobby. And then he's going to unintentionally become a baby face. Because the people. I think that's already happened. Honestly, I think it's already happened. Yeah. I mean, it, it did. And, and after what happened on Monday, you can tell they were throwing in the booze. Um, you know, they were miking in booze just to keep him as a heel. Um, we'll talk more about Bobby, though, when we go yeah. Raw. But for me, um, I think that's the main match for Brock. I mean, what else yeah. is he going to do if he comes back right. into wrestling other than go to AEW and challenge for the belt? Because he ain't going to go for the TNA title. 
Seriously? <laughs> you want to see Brock Lesnar versus fucking um, Darby Allen? No. Yeah. I don't. No. <laughs> you know, what's he going to do? Go after Kenny Omega? No, he's not. It's, it's I don't know. It, it, I think for Brock, he's got to see if it fits for him. Mm-hmm. You know, before he, because I don't think at this point he even cares about money. I really no, don't. I, I no, no. Uh, <laughs> Dave, David Ireland, he said no. Joshua, no. Aliyah, no, no. Yes. Oh, we got a couple yeses. Oh, we got three yeses in a row. Wow. Uh, Kevin Priest, he says, I love that you're gone. Stay there. Then he, <laughs> he said, hell no. Jordan, he put a gif of uh, Dean Ambrose going, nope. <laughs> a lot of no's. A lot of no's. They don't want him back. They're like, fuck him. Another no. Holy shit. Nope. With a big old... Was that you, Rick? No. no, no wasn't. I thought that was you. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus, Rick. Uh, tribal chief, he said no. Uh, tribal chief? Isn't that Broman? <laughs> what the fuck? Is he stalking our page? Paul T. Phillips, he says, no, I don't miss the two-minute matches. Damn. Damn. That's up. Uh, Chris Cohn, he said, never again, you washed up, overrated bum. Wow. <laughs> Say that to his yeah. face. Yeah. Say that to his right? face. But not only that, I will tell, tell you this. Um, he might be a bum, but he's a millionaire, too. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Lord. Um, Clay, do you miss Brock? To me, no. Like, honestly, I think what – and Brock is a pretty good attraction. He really is. Um, right. And when he is actually there and actually puts on matches instead of, like, what Paul said, two-minute matches, and he holds the belt and only and doesn't hardly wrestle on Raw or SmackDown or whatever, I think that yeah. kills him with fans. I think it really does. And I honestly don't miss Brock. If he stayed retired, that's, that's fine with me. Wow. You know yeah. what? I I kind of agree with Clay. Uh, if he stayed retired, I'd be fine. And you know what? We posted this during Monday Night Raw right before Bobby Lashley won the title. Yeah. So, yes. Do I miss Brock? Yes, I do. Because I want to <laughs> see him and Bobby Lashley go at it. Yeah. Yes. Like Tony said, that is the only match that yep. he can do. Because like you guys said, what else can he prove? What else can he do? They're yeah. just, you know. Well, yeah. Bobby Lashley said it. I got what he wants now. I yeah. got something he wants. So I'm for it. Bobby Lashley versus Brock. Let's, yo, put him in the octagon. Put him in. <laughs> <laughs> do what you got to do, man. Yeah. I'm with it. That well, would be interesting, too. Now, for me, yeah. though, I mean, they, there's uh, how many weeks till WrestleMania? Um like, like six weeks? Six weeks, yeah. Six weeks? Mm-hmm. So they got six weeks, okay? They got six weeks to make this happen. You think it'll happen within the six weeks? It can. It can happen within one week, I think. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, 57% of the people, despite all the no's, 57% of the people miss Brock Lesnar. Jesus Christ, seriously? Wow. And 43% say no, they don't miss him. Wow. Wasn't yep. it, well, it's kind of close, but not really close. But how hypocritical is that? All the comments were like, no, 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 no. And then the like, yeses were just like, I, I don't want to comment. I'm just going to vote. Yeah. All hey. the others were just like, no, we really miss him. They're like secretly behind. No, we. 
people in the front are saying no in the back. They're like, no, we miss him. Yeah, bring him back. Yes, yes. All these people, man. Uh, All right. Um, you know what? Let's go into our news. So uh, it's time for our wrestling news from around the world. Take it away, Rick. All right. Before we do that, let's get into some birthdays. <laughs> All right. Uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat turned 68 years old. Damn, really? Wow. Yeah. Happy birthday. Still looks good. Phenomenal shape. Still. Yeah, right? Yeah. Um, nice speaking guy. of phenomenal shape, uh, Big E turns 35 years old. Wow. Yeah. Still got a lot um, to do. Yes, he, he does. does. Kyle O'Reilly turns 34. Damn. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Still got a lot. I- Ivar from the Viking Raiders turns 37. Still recovering from surgery from mm-hmm. the neck. The neck, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No, that's nothing where it's going to end his career, is it? It's possible. Oh. It, oh. He's like, he's still working. He, he says he got a long way to go. Yeah. <sighs> Sucks. Dang. Yeah. And uh, last but not least, Booker T. Tell me you didn't just say that. <laughs> yes. Booker T turns 56 years old. Uh, yes. Wow. Can you dig that, sucker? Shuggy Duggy, quack, quack. Sucky Duggy, <laughs> quack, quack moment what? of the day. What? Why did he come up with that? I mean, I have no clue, but it's gold. It's gold, it Jerry. Is. It is. <laughs> All right. With that being said, it is now time for the wrestling news from around the world. Randy Orton is going to be on the Broken Skull Sessions with Stone Cold Steve Austin in the coming That'll weeks. be interesting. Yes, it Yes, was. especially after Randy was just like, hey, when the fuck are you going to have me on? <laughs> <laughs> so that's going to be real interesting to see. I'm telling you, man, Broken Skull Sessions have been really good. I mean, the last couple I saw with Sasha and Bailey have been really great. I think this one's going to be awesome as well. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, Chelsea Green. Signs a three-year extension with the company. Yes, she does. Um, let's see if she can fucking stay healthy. Right. <laughs> it's just like every time she gets called up, she gets hurt. Exactly. Um, also, uh, pretty big news. Kayla Braxton uh, went on to Twitter and was talking about being biracial and how she always had to choose whether she's black or white. And then she says, I'm bisexual. <laughs> what? <laughs> Where did oh. that come from? Yeah. But it was just like you're talking about race, and then she's like, "Yeah, but I'm also bisexual," which is also an amazing thing. Congratulations on coming out. Uh, that's huge of her. Um, she closed down her Twitter. Um, she does that from uh, time to time whenever she drops bombs and yeah. makes big news. So uh, she doesn't want to get attacked in any way. Um, but congratulations, Kayla. I'm pr- proud of you. Yeah. Um. And now on to some NXT UK news. Um, Dragonoff, man, this guy, this Russian dude is badass. He lost to Gra- Sam Gradwell after Sam Gradwell, after Sam Gradwell lost. Uh, Dragonoff continued to beat him down after the match, and uh, the story behind that is that Sam Gradwell is telling uh, Dragonoff that he's crazy and that he's insane, and uh, Dragonoff basically went into it and went off as an insane <laughs> person. But uh, I gave it a three. I thought it was a pretty good match. Uh, this guy, uh, Talman, uh, a German guy, he's going to be debuting next week. He got some good package uh, 
a video package that he's putting up there. Mr. Rick, you checking out his package? I was about to say, damn, you talking about his package like that? His video package. <laughs> Maybe you should have said that first. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Damn, his uh, package is pretty, all right. you know, impressive. All right. <laughs> all right. Oh, and of course, God. Tony, your favorite guy, Noem Dar. Hey, he man. has he has a Supernova session show with uh, that he has on NXT UK, and uh, he had Tyler Bate. Tyler Bate is doing like this whole yogi thing where he's just like, "Oh, I am now one with the universe," and uh, so it's kind of weird. Uh, but uh, it was good to see Noem Dar. Noem Dar. <laughs> and last but not least, Kaylee Ray. The NXT UK Women's Champion defeated Miko Satomura, the legend. Oh. Yeah, so she is the longest reigning NXT UK Women's Champion. Um, I gave it a 3.5. Check it out, guys. NXT UK is pretty badass. I gave this episode a 2.9. It's an hour-long show. Um, I'm telling you, though, I'm still struggling with the accents, backstage segments. Hey, oh, hey, oh, but everything else, the action in the ring is actually pretty spot on. So check it out. Uh, that is all I have for the wrestling news from around the world. On to the rumors. All right. Speculation after Raw is that Retribution may be indeed be heading for a split sooner rather than later. And thank the bejesus of that. Yes. Uh, thank God. Time. Yeah. should never have been involved in that group. Dominic Dijakovic, whatever. He should never <laughs> have been involved in that group. Um, I think though, Mace, which is Dio Madden, right? Yes, he still needs work, so he still needs to be with somebody. So, I, I mean, either still keep him with Ali or keep him with uh, Slap Nuts over there, and, <laughs> and help him grow because he's a big dude, and yeah, I can tell he's got it, but he needs more training. So for this to happen, yeah, I'm I'm gold. I'm good with it. Um, but they also said Ali's is going through some kind of knee injury too. Yeah, so maybe that will come sooner because that way it gives him time to recover. Uh, Mark Henry mentioned that he's planning on having one more match in the next six months. Oh, <laughs> do we really want to see this? Or maybe he's the new signee for AEW. I mean, I haven't been wanting to see a Mark Henry match in 10 years anyway. I mean. (laughs) That's terrible. Uh, All right. Well, moving on. Uh, (laughs) There are those within WWE who will still support Enzo and Big Cass, who recently returned to pro wrestling. Uh, Big Cass looking ripped. Phenomenal shape. Yes. He hit the gym really hard. He's got that six-pack on him. So, uh, Enzo, I, what do you guys think? I mean, well, Enzo I, looks like me. Enzo looks like me going into the ring. What the hell? Like, he has no definition at all. No, but come on. Character-wise, you know, we talked about Io Shirai. Phenomenal wrestler. But got Character-wise, no- he's amazing. But he uh, Enzo, sucks. Enzo, yeah, he, he can't. Well, he can wrestle, but, I mean, he's got character that puts him over. Oh, absolutely. So, I mean, it kind of, it's odd because everything p- balances out. So, I mean, uh, Clay, what do you think? His character is beyond awesome. I really, I really liked Enzo's character. Uh, in-ring work, I wasn't too impressed with. But, 
his character makes up for it. I mean, he had crowds chanting him, and people love this guy. Yeah. And, you know, and I'm one of them. I do like Enzo a lot. But, uh, <laughs> would you welcome him back to WWE, though? I would, personally, but well, I think well, he... Well, not, just, not just Enzo. Oh, wait, wait, what? The both of them, Enzo and Cass. I think they would. I mean, I don't see, I don't see why they wouldn't, but I think a bunch of uh, bridges were burned with Enzo because of what he has done with WWE. For what he did at Survivor Series, and that right. maybe, maybe that's the case, but I think they would accept cast. I mean, I, I'm a firm believer in second chances, and you know, maybe they would give them both a second chance. Yeah, well, well also, Angel will be like third chance, fourth, yeah. fifth. Well, kind, yeah. Yeah, kind of. But well, I think, I'm I more I'm talking about cast than I would end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Cass, though, I mean, think about it too. He wasn't in this good a shape. Even when he was in WWE. Yeah, he wasn't. Nowhere near. Maybe he's like, you know what? Maybe this was a kick in the ass I needed. He sobered up. You know, he sobered up. You know, he's he's getting help. And that's a good thing, you know? Thank thank God. Maybe he's like, I need to do this because I want to get back to WWE. Who knows? Who knows? Because I remember listening to uh, Jericho's podcast with him. And he said when he was doing when he was drinking and drinking and drinking and then he finally decided to, you know, sober up and quit. Then he had that seizure and yeah. nearly killed him. Yeah. So thank God, you know, he's getting help and yeah. I don't ever want anybody going through that. No, it sucks. Yeah. Um, now who, wasn't he dating Carmella? Yes. Yes. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. That is crazy. Right, well, you know what? I, we wish him, I wish him the best. Even Absolutely. if you don't like him, Rick. Uh, <laughs> and finally, uh, the black and gold brand NXT. Apparently, the big surprise next week that Regal's big announcement is that he's going to introduce a women's tag team titles. So yes. I've been hearing this a lot lately. Uh, I, uh, I guess there's there is some NXT tag belts in the works. Um, I'm guessing. Uh, that is going to look similar to the men's NXT, but it's going to have a white strap, just like the uh, main roster's uh, yep. tag team title. Yep. So I, I'm assuming it's going to look like that. Um, what do you guys think of that? I think that's amazing, think- especially after what happened on NXT. Um, yeah. I, I kind of thought the same thing. I'm like, oh, they're going to bring the straps over to NXT. I think that that's something they need. You know, like I'm not into this North American title, you know, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. The tag titles I'm not into. The women's division on NXT is really stacked, and they have a lot of potential. Really? So I think... Bring- and, they, and they got enough women to do this yeah. whole tag, you know? So, yeah, I like it, Clay. I'm with you guys. I, I think they need the women's tag titles on NXT. They got some mm-hmm. pretty good talent over there, and they uh, they can make it work. So Absolutely. Um, yeah, for sure. So, all right, that's all I got for the rumors. Rick, what do you got for the injury, man? All right, uh, well, for the injury, man, uh, Casey Cananzaro has a partially torn LCL. Uh, okay, thought- so the LCL connects your femur with your fibula. Wait, what the yeah. fuck? <laughs> what? Where was that for five years? Five <laughs> years. You couldn't tell us this. I, I mean, yeah. you never asked. So you decide now. <laughs> All right. Well, Casey might be out for a little while. 
yeah. take some time to heal that uh, partially torn LCL that apparently connects your femur with your fibula. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. All well, right. With that being well, said, well, the massage school. That's one of the things you had to learn. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. Oh, uh, with that being said, it's now time for the hot tag news. Who was the worst champion? Yeah. Jinder Mahal or Kofi Kingston? Kofi Kingston. Um, yeah. Uh, the Lone Wolf. Andy Anderson responded. He said neither. He said neither one of them. And I disagree with him. And you know what? I commented and responded to that. I said, where's Elio when you need him? Yeah. Because if Elio was here, Elio would say, that's not what we were asking, Andy Anderson. <laughs> First time you comment, first time he ever comments on anything, and it's to say neither. <laughs> he should not what we were show. asking. He should know the show by now to know that we are going to say that's not what we were asking. So, I mean, we can say it with a little bit of oomph. That's not what we were asking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. Uh, Jordan Clark says, I don't like the negativity of this question. Uh, in fairness, most of the time, they have such a hard time getting over because of such terrible writing. Their build was both terrible slash non-existent and were simply not booked great from the outset. I also think it's tough to compare a heel run with a face like Kofi. It's kind of apples to oranges as to what each of those champions should be working like. Kofi had been around working the New Day gimmick for a very long time, and although Jinder had been back on his second WWE run for a while, it's like he was used uh, properly in, a, in any way. Uh, shape or form, running him, running up to him, suddenly winning the title. Whoever greenlit that, Tom Fuckery, should be under fire, not Jinder or Kofi. Pretty hard to make chicken soup out of chicken shit. Um, I kind of disagree with that because, number one, it's not a really a negative question. Uh, number two, they go, they do have to go with what they're given. Yes. So, my point with this uh, hot tag news was I liked Ginger. Ginger. Oh, my God. Oh! <laughs> Aren't you guys glad I'm back? Eva I, Marie Eva in the Marie. house. Yeah, right. She's always on your mind. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in one different way, but not the other. <laughs> <laughs> but Ginger. Ginger, I liked better as the champion than I did Kofi because it's like I said I mean I'm sorry to say if you're given an opportunity whether it's the bad booking or not you still have to do it in a way where it's going to be all right I have to take advantage of this gender took advantage of it of it you know okay heal you know and, and it doesn't doesn't matter if you're a healer babyface but if you if he was a heel and he actually did what he was supposed to do and made it work for himself, so that way he can be somewhat of a memorable champion, then that's great. And he did it, then he did his job. He did what he's supposed to do. Kofi, on the other hand, he was a baby face. At one point before he was champion, everybody was on the whole Kofi Mania shit. Yeah. The way Kofi was handling it, though, was very poor. He was given an opportunity, and in my opinion, he failed at it. Making a mockery out of the title, putting pancakes inside the fucking. Come on, man! And wasn't taking it. 
I'm not saying he's he wasn't taking it serious, but it, it was too new dayish, and it's yep when, when you're champion. I'm sorry, yeah. that's that's my opinion. And and who is Jordan Clark? He has his opinion too, and that's fine. But I just don't agree that this was a negative comment. This wasn't a, or a post. This wasn't a negative post. It's just an opinion yeah. of okay, who you thought was a worst champion? In my opinion, my the worst champion between those two was Kofi. Because I didn't feel, and I'm sorry, you know, when you win that title, put it this way, as we've been talking almost all the show, Bobby Lashley became, I already love him as champion. Yes. He has the look, he has the belt, he has the attitude. Even though he's, he's a heel, he still has that attitude as a champion. And I like yep. that. You know, even when Drew McIntyre, he was a baby face. He made being a champion work. He made being a champion um, for himself, be dominant and like in future matches, they will. Oh, he's a f- former champion. Don't fuck with him. With with Kofi, can you really say that about Kofi? No, I don't. I can't. I can can't. you say that about Gender? What? Can you say that that he brought uh, elevation to the championship? What? I mean, you got to remember he was hurt too. Yeah. yeah, and he was gone for a while. So for me, it's, that it's kind of hard to say that about Gender. If he came back and is dominant like he was, then I would say yes. But if they going back to him as being a mid-carder jobber, you know, like he was before when he had that kind of weird run, then I'm yoga say, run. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, then I'm gonna say no. But I we gotta wait until Ginger comes back. Um, okay. So for this um, <laughs> worst champion is for me is it's Kofi. He, he yeah. done, he's done nothing. I just. He just does, for me, it's a joke, you know? He treats it as a joke. And then all of a sudden, they, they throw out this bullshit. Well, I waited 11 years for this. Well, look how long Bobby Lashley waited. <laughs> 17. 17. And he's not the only one. Yep. And then they keep throwing that shit. Oh, you, you, you know, like, and then when Big E was trying to defend it. Did you have to wait 11 years for your shot? Did you have to wait? Look, stop. What the fuck does that have to do with anything? Yeah. Like, yeah. And that's what I hate. I hate that the most. All right. I've been babbling on. What do you guys think? All right, Clay. Go ahead, Clay. I mean, with me, uh, between how I look at these two, Gender had the modern day Maharaja. He had uh, the Singh brothers with him. He had a great character. He was a decent heel, put on decent matches. And with his title run, it made him look like a legit champion. And I will agree with Tony. After Kofi won it at Mania, everybody was behind him. And then as soon as he came to Raw, it became New Day's title, New Day's thing. And I did not like that he put pancakes with the title. I, to me, it kind of, I didn't take Kofi very serious at all as a world champion, and especially how he lost it against Brock in four seconds or whatever it was. Oh, man. Th- that, you know, it it wasted that. Like, I honestly thought. And I liked both guys, mm-hmm. but I think Kofi out of the two was the worst champ. Mm-hmm. It just, I didn't take Kofi serious at any time except for when he won it at Mania. Yeah, Jesus, okay. I forgot when he lost that quick to Brock. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but, but a, not, to, not before you go, Rick, but to, to go off of that, that go, just goes to show you, though. I mean, even even before this course started. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
even before the match started, everybody knew Brock was going to get this. Yes. Would you still feel the same if Brock does come back and challenges Lashley? Would you still think in the back of your head, oh, Brock's winning this? I really no. don't because Bobby is a legit champion. But not just legit, he's not taking this as a joke. Right. Kofi did. Right. So if this opportunity does come where Brock comes in and, and challenges uh, Bobby, let me tell you something, man. That's going to be something everybody's going to be talking about. Mm-hmm. More so than it was Brock versus Kofi. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, good thing you brought that up. I forgot about that. But what's the, what does that – you know what I'm saying? It's just – and look at where Kofi is now. Is right. he that picture? No, surprisingly, got into the freaking uh, elimination chamber, but before yep. that, no, he wasn't. He hasn't been. He's been mid card at best. Well, with the tag, and then now what? You're gonna try to throw him back in the main? It didn't work. Didn't work, in my opinion. Go ahead, Rick. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm I'm glad you guys brought up what you did because it makes a lot of sense. But I have to say, guys, I looked at this. I really did my homework on this. The modern modern day Maharaja. But the modern day Maharaja. Um, listen, man, his run was the worst run. I'm sorry. Look at this. He fought Randy Orton three months in a row and beat him all three times. Now Randy Orton has that thing where he fights three months in a row. He did it against Drew McIntyre recently as well. Mm-hmm. But then doing it with the uh, after after defeating Randy Orton, he went on to fight Shinsuke Nakamura and he defeated Nakamura twice. Mm-hmm. And Nak- that was Nakamura's moment right there. But like, you know that's funny that you bringing that up because I distinctly remembered too that uh, when we would have to have the pick between Nakamura and Jinder, we picked Nakamura. Yes, <laughs> because it was Nakamura. Like, this is Shinsuke Nakamura we're talking about. Yeah. And then what happened? You had him lose twice to Jinder Mahal? Mm-hmm. Nah, man. And then, of course, AJ Styles takes the belt off of him, and then we don't see him ever again. He gets hurt, and then he just gets forgotten about. Yeah. When you look at Kofi Kingston's run, now, both guys had uh, matches to get into the title picture. Jinder Mahal had the six-pack challenge match, yeah. and Kofi had the gauntlet match, right? That's what put them over to get in the title picture. Kofi Kingston's title defenses were against Dolph Ziggler, Samoa Joe, Randy Orton. How the fuck, Randy Orton? <laughs> so Dolph Ziggler, Samoa Joe, Randy Orton, Kevin Owens. And then he fought Dolph and Orton twice. So... That was at least he gave more people opportunities. Randy Orton had three shots. Nakamura had two shots. So in my opinion, even though Kofi made a joke out of a lot of things, I think Kofi had the better matches on pay-per-view against Orton and Dolph Ziggler, Samoa Joe, Kevin Owens. Mm -hmm. And Mahal had the worst matches against Randy Orton and Nakamura. So I'm going to say as much as I despise Kofi's run, I think Jinder Mahal, Mahal had the worst run. Yeah. And and 63% of the people agree with me, saying that Jinder Mahal had the worst title run and Kofi Kingston at 37%. Wow. 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 Okay. There it is. Don't hinder the gender. Don't hinder the <laughs> Sure. But uh, I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I do. 
Uh, all right, so that, that, there's your hot tag news. Um, if there's anything, any suggestions anyone want to throw out there for our next week's hot tag news, just throw it on our Facebook page and uh, we'll talk about it on the show the following week. Uh, it's, let, let's go for uh, let's go to a pause. Um, we'll, we're going to take a quick pause. When we come back, we got this week in wrestling. Hey, this is Chavo Guerrero Jr. Listen to the Wrestling POV Podcast. You guys truly bring the Latino heat. Viva la raza. And we are back. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure you go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Wrestling POV and purchase not one, not two, not three, not four, but five, 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 five t-shirts from ProWrestlingTees.com. Yes, we have a new shirt for Wrestling POV Global. It's rinse, reuse, wrestle. You don't want to miss out on that great shirt. And don't, don't let's not forget, we have the Wolf Pack Attack. We have it in red and black, and we have it in black and red. Don't miss out on that. We also have the Wrestling POV shirt. Wrestling POV is ridiculous, preposterous, churlish, and belongs in the churlish. Interesting, yeah. but stupid. Don't miss out on that shirt. And of course, we have the Wrestling POV Global shirt, the legend and gentleman. You don't want to miss out on those opportunities. Buy your shirt today. And actually, you have until March 8th to ha- use promo code MADNESS to get 20% off on your shirts. So um, make sure you get that done. Get it done. Um, with that being said, I want to bring Miguel Cole in. Miguel Cole has a speech, a retirement speech he wants to go over with you guys. Yeah. So um, Miguel Cole, here's your opportunity. Okay. So as an intern... I did a lot for this show, and here is my resume. I'm Michael Cole's brother. I became a father. I unbecame a father. I met Becky Lynch. I met Zack Ryder's dad. Woo, woo, woo. I met John Cena's bus. Do you remember that when we met John Cena's bus? I was like, John Cena, John Cena, John Cena, John Cena. All right. Okay. And then I defeated Taz in a match. You know, he never showed up. Um, I was the host of Cold Street Corner. Um, I was the host of NXT with MC and a little bit of Cruiserweight. Not because they're little, but because there's only a little bit of Cruiserweight to cover. I was the original SmackDown Breakdown. Yes, yes, because you guys thought it was a smart idea to have a podcast about wrestling without covering SmackDown. (laughs) I was a one-time wrestling POV champion. I argued with Alberto Del Rio after he called me a fucking puppet. I was in love with Mandy Rose. I also love Ryback. Remember that? I love Ryback. Ryback rules. And of course, I do the sound effects on the show. So I'm going to look at our host today. To Mimi Goody. That's not Mimi Goody. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, To Todd Silver. That's not Todd Silver. That's Clay Cummings. That's what I said. Ray Cummings. Ray, I wish you the best. To Tony Diaz, you are my favorite. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, That's a typo. You're my third favorite. Behind Mr. Rick and Todd and Ray and Mimi. Oh, sorry. You're my fifth favorite, Mr. Tony. (laughs) Mr. Rick, you have been like a weird uncle. I'm joking. You're like a brother. It's like you know what I'm going to say before I say it. Like we are the same person. I'm going to miss our late night tickle fight. Wait, whoa, 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 Wrestling POV Podcast has made a lot of friends for me and a lot of money, and I'm going to miss you all, and thanks for electing me into the Hall of Fame, the first ever. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Wait, what? 
Yo, you only you can retire and put yourself in the Hall of Fame. But you know what, Miguel? We're going to miss you. And uh, thank you for being part of this for five years. Appreciate it. Thank you, Don't Miguel. You. <laughs> <sighs> Mr. Tony, the fifth favorite. <laughs> Are you ready to get raw? Yeah, let's get into raw. Uh, I'm going to go right to the low points. I will say this. Between all four shows, not one show broke over two. Wow. Wow. Yeah, Yeah, this week for me in in wrestling was pretty bad. Uh, So my low points of Raw, for me, the lowest was a one, and I gave it for, in the beginning, uh, Drew's promo. Uh, Naya, Naomi versus Naya, I gave that a one. Um, Braun and Pierce versus the uh, Hurt Business, I gave that a one. Miz versus Lashley in that very beginning with the count out, I gave it a one, but I see why they did what they did. I get it. Yeah. I do. So I don't want to bash it too much. Um, Clay, what what was your low points of Raw? My low point was the Braun promo with Shane and Adam Pierce, and then that back match. I gave that a little. Where are they going with with this? With Braun? Adam Pierce. Why why all of a sudden, not to cut you off, Clay, but why all of a sudden are they doing this with Adam Pierce? I don't I don't care for him. I know. I don't either. I don't get it. I don't don't understand why Tom doesn't like him. Well, he'll agree with everything we say about Adam Pierce. But <laughs> I, what what the fuck are they doing? And then on top of that, he shows up on NXT too. Oh my god! I, yes. Go ahead before I go off. Go ahead. But I gave I gave all that a point five. I just did not. I didn't like this match. I don't understand what they're doing with Braun. I don't understand why Shane's involved. I don't understand why Adam Pierce is involved. I just don't. Yeah. I don't get any of that. Weird. And I did not like. Where, where did <laughs> I did not like the uh, also the Drew promo either. Just from the beginning, and it's just bland and out there. I just didn't. I gave that one. I didn't didn't really enjoy it. Yeah. All right, Rick. Low points. Yeah, you know I, I agree with you. Uh, Braun and Shane's promo. I just don't understand what they're doing with this. I'm sick of, oh, I'm going to get mad at you. I'm coming after you, Shane. You're always coming after me. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. shut the fuck up, bro. And right. I would not say that to his face. Um, and no, also, the hurt. no, I wouldn't. The Hurt <laughs> Business defeating Braun and Adam Pierce. I gave that a point five. It was ridiculous. It was cheerless. And it belonged to the cheerlead. Um I gave ones to Drew and Miz promo in the beginning. Nia Jax and Naomi gave that a one. And I have to say, uh, Charlotte and Baszler gave that a one. And Riddle and Lucha House Party defeating Retribution gave that a one. And Ali defeating Riddle, I but, gave that a one. With, but you know with Ali botching. But yes. I think that's because of the, the knee injury, too. But yeah. do you know what's funny, though, is that that match that you just said, uh, Riddle and Lucha House Party versus. Um, uh, retribution. Now I I scored it low too, but not too low. But at the same time, it's like you know we bitched that about Lucha House Party, and then they here they are winning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, but uh, it's I don't know. It's weird, weird. Yeah. So uh, high points of Raw for me, there was two of them, and it was just odd that I scored it this way. But like I said, there was a reason behind it. Uh, Drew versus Sheamus. I gave it a four. Yes, really good match. Honestly, I'd rather have seen this on the pay per view than on Raw. Absolutely. Um, 
this was a long time coming, so maybe that's why they did it on Raw to just say, uh, you know, let's just get it over with now, not worry about it at a pay per view or whatever. But I did. I gave it a four. It was a really good match. Um, long, but it was still good. It was still good. And the other one I gave uh, three and a half was Lashley versus Miz uh, at the end. Um, yep. But the reason why this could have easily been a four if they didn't go through all the other bullshit in between. Yep. But exactly. I, like I said, I understand why they did it. And, and I'm like, okay, makes sense. Okay, sure. But for me, I just regular old match and then just leave it like that. But like I said, they were trying to tell a story within Raw and <laughs> split that shit up into three segments or whatever. But at the end, Lashley wins it. I popped hard for that. It was I get like I said, I gave it three and a half. A side note that I had too, it was um it wasn't like a low point or a high. It was like in the middle, actually. I gave it a two and a half. And that was Elias versus Damian Priest. Um I gave that a two and a half, but at the same time, it was a little sloppy. Yeah. No chemistry between Damian Priest and Elias. None. The, None. the flow. I mean, because I mean, a lot of people that are are in the wrestling business, and Andy can attest to this. It's an art. It takes two to tango. Yeah, I, it sounds weird, but you know, one's got to complement the other, and vice versa. So I've I've said this many times too that in order for me to look good, this guy got to make me look good, or vice versa. I got to make him look good, or whatever. This and at the same time, like I can tell that we're like Damien was trying hard in this match and yep. good spots, but like I said, the dance was not there. Um, no. you know, Elias had two left feet, in other words. So, yep, I just wanted to throw that out there that I enjoyed it, but it was a little sloppy and no chemistry. Uh, Rick, what was your high points? My high points was last defeating the Miz, I did give it a 3.5 as well. Um, I also want to have an honorable mention to Randy and Alexis promo with the dark oh, side yes, Randy yes. Orton. Yes. That was badass. Uh, can't wait to see what they... Oh, my God. Like We're going to have to wait till Mania for this, yes. but I can't wait for it. It's no. going to be epic. Um, but, Tony, I want to open up that vault, brother. Because really? Drew versus Sheamus, I gave it a five. Wow. This was a match where they beat the shit out of each yeah. other. And they, this is what I wanted to see on pay-per-view for a long time. And you know what? They gave it to us. They gave it. And you know what? You said it was a little bit long. But you know what? It was a good kind of long. It was yeah. a good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, it was a good length match. I really appreciated it. I love the storytelling. You know what? Monday Night Raws usually don't get Match of the Year nominees. And I want to nominate this as a Match of the Year nominee. That's fine. I'm yes. good with that. Yeah. All right. So let's open up the vault. <laughs> And now we are adding Monday Night Raw's Sheamus versus Drew McIntyre, along with New Year's Evil's Raquel Gonzalez versus Rhea Ripley, the Women's Royal Rumble match, Vengeance Day Kushida versus Gargano, and Vengeance Day MSK versus Grizzled Young Veterans. We now have five matches in the vault for match of the year. Last year we only had four, and we're already at five, and we're in March. Yeah. So here we go. This is a good year of wrestling. Clay, your high points. I'm the same with you guys. The Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus. I also gave that a four. Hard hitting. Uh, they both work great together. And it was just a fun match to watch to me. Mm -hmm. And then also I gave a three to Bobby Lashley versus Miz. Now, I wish I would have rated this higher if they didn't have those segments at the beginning. And it kind of mm -hmm. killed the whole Momentum. Bobby Lashley. Yes, kill, killed it for yeah. me but you know i'm glad that bobby finally won the title 
um, and ready for the Lashley era to begin. Yeah, let's hope because it's going to be a good one. Uh, overall, though, I gave Raw 1.85. Clay, what'd you give Raw? I gave Raw 1.8. Oh, wow. Look at that. Rick? 1.7. Wow. Yeah, it's a, it's about right. I mean, a lot what hurt Raw was uh, some of those ones for me. But uh, yeah, it was two big things that happened on Raw, and, and it came close to a two, but not exactly a two. So, uh, all right. That's it for Raw. All right, it is now time for NXT POV. Mama Mia, I'm afraid I've got some bad news. You know, I want Elio to do that, and then we add that in as a jingle. Because <laughs> <laughs> yours is terrible, Rick. Whoa, what? <laughs> Mine is just, it sounds just like him. No, no. Elio has a little bit of oomph to it. It's just... <laughs> <was> bad. <laughs> oh. oh, man. I mean, All right. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, oh I love you. All right. The low points of NXT for me, the whole segment with the way in therapy gave that a 0.5. Yo, Austin Theory is a child. You have cre- you have made this man into a boy. They ruined him. How, uh-huh. What did you do to this guy? Like, mm-hmm. come on. And then and you know what? L.A. Knight, I gave that a .5. He did not know where he was going with this promo. He was all over the place, and at one point, he was just like, fuck, I'm still talking? Like, what? <laughs> you, like, he just didn't make sense, and I just wasn't for it. He's, yeah. yo, I've always said this about L.A. Knight. He's a guy playing a wrestler. He, yeah. he, he's not a wrestler. He's playing a wrestler, mm-hmm. and it just isn't, it's not good. So those are my two low points. Tony, low points of NXT. Same thing, the Gargano segment, I gave it a 0.5. Um, the LA Knight, though, I gave it a 1. It wasn't the greatest, but there was a bunch of 1s for NXT for me. Um, I'm not going to name them all, but some of the things that stood out was uh, Everrise versus Bringzango. Um, didn't even happen, and for me, it didn't make sense. I'm like, wait, what? I was a little confused yeah. by it, but right. I gave that a 1, too. So. All right, low points, Clay. Same with you guys. The whole Gargano therapy session, it just, it killed Austin Theory. I hate how Indy Hartwell is now in love with Loomis for whatever reason that is. I don't want to hear it. I hate how Johnny Gargano overdoes everything, Mm -hmm. just like he did with the Kushida thing. And then I feel like, and my wife can say the same thing, the therapist was a better actor than any of those four. He was. Yep. I, it just to me, it, I gave it a point five. I just did not like any of the sessions. Yeah, I will. I will say this, and I know I'm going to sound hypocritical when I make this comment. That end segment, though, with Gargano and that therapist, I did like. I liked Gar- how Gargano <laughs> was acting in that one. I did. I did. You know, paying her off and stuff. I thought that was. You know, I laughed a little bit. Um, but yeah. But other no, I agree with everything else. <laughs> yeah, it just. I it, uh uh-uh. uh nah, no. nah. my high point the whole show I'm like come yeah on. yeah that was bad um uh, my high points for NXT was Ballard defeating Strong I gave it a three mm-hmm. um nothing really else I didn't even give Shayna and Nia versus Dakota Kai and Gonzalez I gave that a two because of the bamboozlement they pulled out yeah um, yeah with I Adam Pierce coming out yeah. yeah 
Adam Pierce getting involved was stupid. Uh, William Regal yelling at him though backstage. I like mm-hmm. that. The little argument, like, what the fuck you doing here? That's, that's <laughs> I read his lips. I read his lips. He was like, what the fuck you doing here, bro? Um, that tell me, what's said your, what you doing yeah. here, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Tony, what's your high point of NXT? What the fuck you doing here, bro? <laughs> <laughs> He dropped the accent. He killed. Yeah. All right. Sure. <laughs> What's your high points, Tony? <laughs> oh my lord! No, my high point was Finn Balor versus Roderick Strong. I gave it a three. That was it. That was yeah. it. a lot of. I gave a lot of twos and ones on this show, but yeah. Clay, <laughs> uh, same with you guys. Also, I gave a three point five to Roderick Strong versus Finn Balor. I I enjoyed the match, and even on my side notes. I really liked how Cameron Grimes did his segment yeah. and the whole, I love how he's going that dang DiBiase. Like, you know, it's just, yeah. it's so funny. I just like how Cameron's doing his, doing yeah. his thing right now. So yeah. 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 This infatuation with our good friend, Teddy DiBiase is hilarious. Yeah. Um, uh, overall though, I gave NXT a 1.6 this week. Tony. I gave it a 1.72 this week. Wow. Clay. I gave it a 1.7. Wow. All right. It is now time for AEW Dynamite. Kaboom. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, boom. My low low point this week for AEW uh, was the Sting promo. Gave it a Mm .5. Sting looks like he wears a hairnet before he goes out there. (laughs) (laughs) This is bad. Just I came from I, the I'm, diner. Yeah, I'm not for it. Um, oh, yeah, this whole boy. thing with Sting is just bad. Gave it a point five. Uh, Clay, your little points. My little point for this was also the Sting promo. I gave it a, I gave it a one, and the Inner Circle press conference. I did not mm. enjoy that at all. I feel like it was going kind of bad until the Young Bucks came out. And they kind of kind of saved it, but at the same time, it just uh, it just wasn't there. I gave it all one. No, Tony, your low points. Yeah, the Jericho and MJF promo, point five. Uh, the Sting promo, point five. Uh, yeah, those, it was just bad. Same as you. <laughs> I do want to say though, I was digging uh, Rio Mizunami. I don't know what it is about her, but I was definitely behind her. The match sucked, but I just really liked the character and the way she was acting around the yeah. ring. I thought that was pretty funny. It was different. Uh, it really was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but my highest point, this should have been the main event of the show. Shaq and Jade defeated yeah. Cody and Red Velvet. I gave this a four. Oh, this wow. was an awesome match. Um the only problem I had was Cody not selling the the Shaq power bomb, yes. and uh, Shaq kind of sandbagged Cody on the slam. <laughs> but other than that, Shaq going through the tables was crazy. For a celebrity to do that, man, I was That's awesome. I was yeah. awesome. But did you notice that Shaq did a tribute to Brody Lee in that match? Yes, yes. with the power bomb, yeah. kiss to the sky thing. Loved yeah, it. that was. Pretty oh, awesome. Awesome. Um, Red Velvet definitely held her own. Mm-hmm. She definitely was making Jade look good. You can yeah. tell that Red Velvet was the veteran in the match. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but Jade looked good. 
I said on Wrestling POV Global, you should give Jade the strap. Give it to her now because Sheeta is boring. Leave my Sheeta alone. I am over Sheeta. I don't care. Sheeta, Sheeta shit the bed <laughs> with her with her boring <laughs> ass. <laughs> she is boring, guys. Wow. I am sorry. Boring. Uh, Clay, uh, your high points of AEW. I think you guys already know what my high point is. It's the whole Shaq and Jade versus uh, Red Velvet and Cody. I gave it a four. Shaq is my boy. It always has been since I was five years old. It got me in the love of basketball and everything else for what he did in this match. The whole tribute to Brody, the way he was doing his moves and even going through the table. He he did incredible. I was so proud and yeah. bringing, out, bringing out the jersey now. You know, Jack. <laughs> oh, geez. Shaquille, yeah, I was serious. I was serious. Shaquille O'Neal put on an epic show, uh, and it should have been the main event. I don't understand as much as they built for this why it wasn't the main event. Yeah. I just yeah. don't. Well, I, I, you know what, Clay? Um, you're probably the one guy that thought Kazam deserved an Oscar. Um, <laughs> the way you're talking about shit. Watch your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking they, of the Kazam, Shaq pulled the Kazam when he fucking disappeared. Where, <laughs> where did he go? He, he went just back disappeared. To the lamp. He went back to his lamp. <laughs> went, went back to the blue box and shit. Like, what the? F- <laughs> Can you dig it? But that's the thing with Shaq, though. Whenever he does something, he does it seriously. Like he is a DJ. He's got yeah. his doctorate. He's a cop. The cop. He's an actor. Like he's put out albums. He's an NBA All Star. Like, and what he has Content done with creator. with this, I w- I was surprised of it because with me normally I would be like, okay, well, Shaq, you know, he may come in do a little bit of spot, whatever. But he pulled it all out, and mm-hmm. you know, I was very impressed with it. Oh yeah. Um, Clay, Clay, I'm going to give you some chapstick. (laughs) Hey, he's my idol of a kid, man. Seriously. (laughs) Jack, yes. Uh, He he got me into sports, man, really. No, I got you. I feel you. I understand. I was a Penny Hardaway fan once upon a time. Penny and Shaq. Uh, (laughs) Tony, before Clay keeps talking about Shaq, what's your high points of AEW? I'm going to write off of that and keep talking about Shaq because it was my uh, high point of the show. I gave it a three. Um, And the reason why, I'll be honest, and and I know I shouldn't have judged it based on this, but I gave it a three because of Cody. And the reason why I gave it a three because of Cody is because he was involved in this. He, He didn't really need to be involved in this but who knows who knows maybe Shaq was like no I'll do it with you nobody else or whatever you know what I'm saying but right with, to go off hey, do, the, that, do that voice again dude, I can't right now <laughs> but <laughs> for Shaq to, to come in this and we've been let me tell you something we've been waiting a long time to see this a yes. very long time to see this because it never happened at Wrestlemania with the big show I, I tip my hat off to Shaq for a celebrity to get into the ring. Just like, you know what? I tip my hat off to Bad Bunny. I'm going to tip my hat off to Shaq because what he did in the ring, I applaud. He took the bumps the way he's supposed to take the bumps. He did the moves the way he's supposed to. For a big guy to do all these moves like that and didn't look sloppy. 
He did yes. not look sloppy. I, what else? Can, what What else can you say? I mean, if he if he wanted to take professional wrestling serious, he would be really really good. And I was oh, impressed with this match, you know. And now I, I gotta ask though, with Jade, I mean. Hardly anybody talked about Jade. Jade was one of our topics of conversation about how she would do. I tell you this much, I wasn't really impressed with her. And wow, I wasn't. Uh, Red Velvet, though, she was, like you said, Rick, she was the one that was really trying to make uh, Jade be that heel and be dominant. And I'm sorry, but Red Velvet could only do so much. And so Jade, I wasn't really impressed with Red Velvet, I was, but not Jade. Shaq extremely impressed for a celebrity to be in this ring and do what he did. I was like, wow, you, you're going to like, seriously, right now comparing what Shaq did to what Snoop Dogg did, you oh. know, <laughs> big difference oh. between the two. Um, yeah. I'm sorry, Snoop, but you got the worst frog splash ever in history. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that was my high point of AEW. Yeah. All right. Overall, I gave AEW this week a 2.1. Uh, Clay? I gave it a solid 2. Wow. All right. Again, Tony? I said in the beginning, nothing was over a 2, and I'm sticking with that. I gave AEW a 1.68. Wow. Yes. All right. It is now time for the uh, Wednesday Night Delight, and it won't be Wednesday Night Delight that much longer as NXT will be moving to Tuesday nights. Yeah. But um, we still do the whole battle thing. Yeah, of course. Uh, AEW versus NXT. Currently, NXT's ahead 11 to 9. My vote this week is for AEW. Tony? Yeah, I mean, even though I scored, uh, but it's close. 1.68 to 1.72. So, uh, I think the most memorable between the two for me was AEW because of the Shaq. So, AEW for me. Got you, Clay? For sure. AEW this week. I enjoyed it a lot more than I did NXT. All right, so NXT, you better watch your back because right now right. NXT is only ahead 11 to 10. Wow. All right. That close. Yeah. Good. Yep. Good. It is now time for the SmackDown breakdown. Suck it. Um, <laughs> uh, we'll go with Tony first. Tony, what was your low points of SmackDown? Uh, that was a couple. Uh, Cesaro versus Murphy, I gave it a 0. Mm. 0.5. Uh, the Apollo promo, I gave it a 0. 0.5. I will wow. say this. No, no, no. Hear me out. All right. All right. I love, I love the new look of Apollo. I okay. do. I think this is something he needed for a very long time. But, bro, now you got an accent. Now yeah. you got an accent. Come on. You know, there's no justifying that. Stop. No, I'm getting into my roots. No, you're not. I'm freaking Hispanic. I'm Puerto Rican Dominican. Uh, what would you guys do if one day I had the accent on the show? the fuck out of here no 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 I, well claro uh, what happened is i'm going to play the show and i'm going to keep doing it you know what i'm saying you guys think i take long trying to prove my point imagine with me with that accent it'll be the whole show. Uh, but no i don't like it. He, there's no reason for him to do that i like the guards don't worry, don't get me wrong this whole new look of apollo i love it i'm like thank god it's about time but yeah. you throw in an accent for what? There's no reason for that. We already know you're Nigerian because you said it. You're, you're dressing up Nigerian. That's fine. No need to throw the accent, man. There was no need for He did well. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Yeah. He did do very well with the accent, but 
as soon as he started talking like that, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. Seriously, that's how you reach into your roots? No. If I want to reach into my roots as a Puerto Rican or a Dominican, I'll grab a platano and eat it. That's how I reach into my roots. Or eat rice and beans. That's what I do. Okay, but I don't go, oh, do you know what? Let me tell you something. This match here was very good. Very good. And no, I'm not going to fucking do that. It's ridiculous. 25. That's what I get. Wow. Uh, well, in the beginning. Fuck out of here. Well, with that. Oh, yeah. Daniel Bryan's wow. promo in the beginning was about 29 minutes long with Roman Reigns. And and all that. I gave it a point five. <laughs> I gave that a point five. It was terrible, that promo in the beginning. That was my lowest point. Uh, Clay, your lowest point. That's the same for me. The low point was the Daniel Bryan promo at the beginning. Way too long. Way too long. Especially you bring out Roman, and it just it kept going and going and going. I'm just like, okay, yeah. cut it. I gave that one, and sorry, Rick, but the ding-dong hello with Bailey didn't make much sense to me. I gave that a one. Yeah, what was all that about? I don't know. I didn't get it. I, I like that's Bailey. Your girl. I like the segment, but I if, if uh, she didn't go out that door like how she normally, you know, how yeah. she would go out the door, I would have gave that a point five. But she went <laughs> wow. out. Yeah, she went out the door, and it was funny. I do like Bailey, but what was that segment all about? All right, really? you guys, you're gonna have to forgive me and explain to me what happened because I must have missed that segment. I oh, didn't. Did I don't. No, it I didn't is, see that. It was before uh, Daniel Bryan versus Jay Uso at towards yeah. the end of the show. Okay, and what happened? Basically, what she was going, she came out the door and said hello to the Ding Dong segment, and then she read like three tweets. Yeah, uh, and said that this uh, Ding Dong hello sucks, and she got mad and went out the door. That was it, and, yeah. and that was it. Yeah, but interesting. I, yeah, so it wasn't. It wasn't like it was probably like three minutes long. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow, my girl. Well, you know what? I'm, I'm sure she did great, and you guys are just not understanding <laughs> the greatness. Tony, what is your high points of SmackDown? Uh, honestly, the high points that I have was just uh, Daniel versus Jay at the end. Um, but it, I, I, it's sad because it was my highest point. I gave it a two and a half, but I, I was just. I watched it, but not invested, I guess. But it was better than what was going on through the show. So. I got you. Uh, for me, my highest point, honestly, was Cesaro defeating Murphy. I thought Cesaro did a great job. I think Cesaro is in the prime of his career, and this is a good push for him. And also, I gave a 2.5 to Apollo's promo. You have to understand no, that the way I they do are doing understand. these things, the I way they are doing water. it is that he is going to the water and he's going to go to the tap. This is his Nigerian culture. Yeah. So you have to understand. He yeah, has to bring it. He's an African American. I don't do that. He's an African American and he's coming together. He is coming to America oh, tree. Stick with, stick with the, the outfits and stuff. That's good. But to do the act, come on. It's just this. You know what this is? This is exactly when Kofi came in and talking with a Jamaican accent. And then all of a sudden he lost it. Come on, this is the same shit, but in reverse. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, listen, man. If you want to erase Apollo's whole career, I'm fine. It started with from here. It started like from if, here. Yeah. The first time yeah. I saw Apollo was was on SmackDown. I will totally be on board with you. I yes. would. But yep. 
the simple fact his whole career he was nothing but a big smiling dude that talked you know, normal. All right, just, just forget about it, Tony. No, just forget about it. Yeah, <laughs> you can't just, that. It's just forget about it. Same thing with Kofi. Coming it never happened. An accent, man. And then all of a sudden he's like, well, dude. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, there's no justifying that. <laughs> Clay, what was your high point to SmackDown? Clay, did you say Apollo? What? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, now I gave a 2.5 to uh, Daniel Bryan versus Jay. It was a decent uh, steel cage match. I gave it a 2.5, but I also have on here as a 2.5 the Apollo promo. <laughs> Serious? Hey, look, I I agree a hundred percent with the accent, Tony. And after you brought that up and brought up Kofi's ordeal, I understand that. But the, <laughs> the look, the guards with him, it it fits him. The mm-hmm. accent, though, doesn't. <laughs> and I will agree with you that. You are going to get the steal because this is what we do in my country. But, but just like you guys said, if he started his career now, that, yes, that yeah. would be great. Yeah. So. I'm for it. I'm for it. <laughs> I'm for overall, the gimmick, but not the accent. It's like, come on, stop. Yeah. <laughs> Tony, what was your overall for SmackDown? 1.5. I oh. gave it a 1.6. Clay. 1.5. <laughs> All right. So right now, currently, it looks like it's over, guys. It looks like NXT is going to run away with this one again three years in a row. Damn. NXT is currently ahead 23 to Raw's 15 to SmackDown's 8. Uh, Tony, who do you got this week? How I have it here, I have Raw with a 1.85, NXT with a 1.72, and SmackDown with a 1.5. So raw for me, especially because Lashley won the title. All right. Uh, Clay. I would have to agree with Tony. I got raw, NXT, and SmackDown. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you guys too. I'm going with raw, uh, NXT, and SmackDown. So raw, trying to come back. They have 16 to NXT's 23 to SmackDown's 8. And of course, we're going to end this at WrestleMania. Man, this year flew by, it seems. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> but then again, you think about it, 2020 did direct. It's just so weird. It's just like we're already here at WrestleMania. We're already a wow. year into the pandemic and the quarantine. Yeah. But man, did it suck going through 2020. It did. Um, <laughs> everybody, uh, the biggest the thing everybody said this year or last year was F2020. So, yes. Yeah. The only uh, good part for my family was born of my son. There you go. Yeah. Other than that, 2020 can go right to hell. To hell. Uh, With that being said, it is now time for the AEW uh, predictions. We got our predictions coming up. Uh, Clay? All right. We're going right into predictions. The pre-show match. I got uh, Rio and Thunder Rosa versus Dr. Britt Baker and Rebel. Uh, Tony, what's your What's your POV on this? Uh, well, I'm going to go with Rio and Thunder Rosa. I think they're okay. for a pre-show. Really? That's weird. But yeah, yeah. Oh, them too. I like Brick Break. Bri- Bri- that one. Yeah, that woman. <laughs> All right. And Rick. I am going to go the opposite. I'm going to go with Britt Baker and Rebel. I think uh, Britt Baker needs to get a couple of wins going. I think she has a good gimmick. I think she has potential to be the top woman in the division. They just got to give her the opportunity. Okay. And then I would have to agree with you, Rick. I got to go with Britt Baker and Rebel on this. Britt needs, needs a decent win. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I wouldn't be upset if Thunder Rosa and Rio won, but I definitely think mm-hmm. Britt and Rebel needs this win. No. And then we got the Casino Tag Team uh, Battle Royal. Uh, Rick, what do you think? I mean, that, that's always a tough call on, mm-hmm. on Battle Royals. Um, a tag team that comes out of that, you know what? I want to say Jurassic Express. I'm going to go with Jurassic Express coming out of that one. Okay. Tony? Yeah, I was, I was going to go with H2 just to be different because I like them as a tag. They're very underrated. But, yeah, I think Jurassic Express, I think this is their time. Get rid of Marco Stunt, though, but please, Jesus. Yeah. Uh. I, I feel the same way. I feel Jurassic Express needs this. Uh, Marco needs to go bye-bye, but that's not – I don't think that's going to happen. No. no but no just, I'm thinking Jurassic Express, too, yeah. with this. And then we got Miro and Kip Sabian versus Orange Cassidy and Chuck Taylor. Uh, for me, looking at this, I could see it going both ways, but I could, I'd could i rather see Miro and Kip win this. Uh, Miro just needs all the help he can get, uh, you know, with <laughs> this, whole, <laughs> this whole thing. Damn. But how AEW does his thing, I could see Orange Cassidy and Chuck winning. But I'm a, if I was a betting man, I'd put it on Miro and Kip. Uh, Rick? I'm going with Miro and Kip, and I, I said this on the show on Wrestling POV Global. I think Trent comes back and turns on the best friends. Mm. Ooh. Wow. I didn't think about that. Wow. But same mean, um, I'm going with Miro and Kip. Yeah. You can't have Miro lose. No. Especially on the pin. Okay. And then <laughs> – the face of the revolution ladder match. You got Cody versus Scorpio Sky versus Penta L Zero Meadow versus Lance Archer versus Max Caster and to be determined. So, Tony, who do you got in this? Um, I want to go with uh, I was going to go with Scorpio Sky. Um, they kind of been pushing him. I would love to see him win it, but there's a mystery person in this, and that's probably going to be the big signee. So. Mm-hmm. Well, Tony Khan said that the mystery person and the signee are two different people. Okay, well, then I'll go with – I want to go with Scorpio Sky, but for some odd reason, I have a feeling Cody's going to win this. Wow. Yeah. Oh, so, Rick? I'm going with the mystery person, and the mystery person is going to be Rob Van Dam. Jesus. <laughs> Interesting. To me, to me I – Oh, man, just looking at this, I can see Cody winning this, but I'm going to have to go with the mystery opponent, the guy that's coming in, uh, depending on who it is. Mm-hmm. And normally I would I would see watch that it, coming out. Watch so. it be Gilbert. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Rick, do you think CM Punk? Uh, CM, CM Punk for everything. <laughs> CM Punk could be the major signee. I'm going with that, but I think RVD is coming into the ladder match for sure. Okay. All right. And then for the big money match, Heyman Adam Page versus Matt Hardy. Uh, Rick, who you got? I'm going with uh, Matt Hardy. I think Matt Hardy goes over on Adam Page. And I said that he goes over, and that leads to Adam Page feeling bad, and he goes into the Dark Order. Dark Order is like, listen, bro. You could get some of our money from our Dark Order merchandise. We'll give that to you. He becomes the leader of the Dark Order, 
and he starts doing bad shit with the Dark Order, and the Dark Order, uh, Silver is just like, bro, we're not doing that anymore. And they kick out Silver, and Silver becomes a superstar on his own, does a solo run, and uh, Adam Page becomes the leader of the Dark Order. Yeah, I said it. I know it's a mouthful, but book it. <laughs> what? <And> then- <laughs> <laughs> Tony, what's your take on this? Uh, I think I think Matt Hardy's going to come out with this one, and then I'm not going to go through a whole storyline like we did, but <laughs> something's going to happen. That's all I'm going to say. So Matt Hardy <laughs> is going over. I agree with you guys. Matt Hardy, I think, needs to win and build his character. Uh, and like Rick said, Paige may feel bad, take over the Dark Order, and go from there. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got Sting and Darby Allen versus Brian Cage and Ricky Starks in a street fight. Uh, I'm not very excited about this match at all. Uh, the buildup has been. Anybody is. No, I, the buildup has been kind of awful with this. Yeah. But I can see Sting and Darby ending up pulling out the win in this. Tony? Same thing. Yeah, Sting and Darby. I mean, with all this, you're going to have Sting lose on a pay per view while you had this. WWE did it. That, that's true, too. <laughs> that is true. But maybe, but maybe that's why they're going to have Sting win it because WWE yeah. gave him job to Triple H. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Imagine boy. that, right? Yeah. yeah. Rick, what do you think? Uh, for me, honestly, I think after RVD wins the opportunity to join to get the TNT title, I think he helps Team Taz win. He joins Team Taz, and uh, he goes after Darby Allen for the TNT title. Wow, bold! Yeah. yeah. And then the AEW Tag Team Championship match between the Young Bucks and Chris Jericho and MJF. Rick. What this you- is a tough one. I, I think uh, I don't want to say the Young Bucks, but I don't want to say Jericho and MJF. So I'm going to go with, you know, the way I'm predicting this show is there's going to be a lot of people interfering. So I'm going to yes. continue that trend. <laughs> and I want to say the Young Bucks <laughs> win because of Sammy Guevara. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. Um, hmm. I say the same thing, but I think uh, the Young Bucks dad is going to interfere. Papa Buck. Yeah. Papa that, that, Buck. That fool. Papa Buck's going to interfere and cost it in Young Bucks. So, Young Bucks. I'm going to go ahead and uh, go with uh, the Young Bucks on this also. I think either, like you said, Papa Buck, somebody's going to interfere in this. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Somebody's got to. Or yeah. I could see even the Good Brothers um, turning. Yeah. Maybe. I Maybe. That's just my guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So with and also with this, we got uh, the AEW Women's Championship: Akara Shida versus Rio Mizuzumi. Numi, Nami. So yeah. How does it feel? Tony, who do you got? I, I can't go against my girl Shida. Uh, I would have to agree. I think Shida's gonna pull it out. Rick, unfortunately, Shida's gonna win. Jesus, Rick. Boring. Awesome. <laughs> and then the main event for the AEW world title, John Moxley versus Kenny Omega in an exploding barbed wire death match. <laughs> Rick. This <laughs> is preposterously the worst heavyweight title match in the history of wrestling. Um, absolutely. Um, 
<laughs> I want Kenny Omega to extend his streak as a champion. Yeah. Because I want to see him actually wrestle. Right. <laughs> um, Moxley might be taking some time off after this match because oh, of the yeah. pregnancy. pregnancy. So uh, I think I think I'm gonna go with Omega. I know I said Moxley on the other show, but now nah, oh, I just thought <laughs> I, I just thought that Moxley has a pregnant wife. So I'm gonna go with uh, Omega extends his streak as champion. Wow. And with me also, I'm gonna have to say Kenny Kenny Omega retains in this. I think it's. Uh, Moxley's time to take time off and have a baby. So <laughs> mm-hmm. I say Kenny Omega retains. Yeah. Same thing, Omega. Uh, I think this match too is going to have a lot of interference too. But oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it's Omega all the way. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it for our predictions of the AEW pay per view. Make sure you guys stay tuned because we will be having an aftermath show. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Also, uh, that will be on Sunday. Also, this Wednesday on WPOV Quarantine, the Taskmaster, Kevin Sullivan, appears. You don't want to miss out, out on that episode, man. That's going to be badass, man. And, of course, you can check out WPOV Global every Friday on iTunes, YouTube, Poppy, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and TuneIn Radio for free, uh, as well as you can find us here, uh, minus McGill Cole. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Starting next week. <laughs> Jesus. All right, let's let's go into the book. Uh, those that are new to the show, basically what we do is we put the most ridiculous things that happen in the week of wrestling. And uh, we do it just to get a good laugh. And we do it because sometimes things annoy the fuck out of us. And we need to put it in here to put an end to it. Because yes. we know they're out there listening. And they, they're like, you know what? We don't want to be on that book. You know, no, we don't. Look at Charlotte. Charlotte. Exactly. Look what Charlotte had. Shout. Charlotte had to cut a promo for us. In order for her not to be on in, on the book, so that that's how serious this is. And anybody can be put in the book. Anybody. Yes. Don't be, I put myself in the book. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Coronavirus. Still stays. Uh, oh, I know, right? Uh, let me ask you a question though. Once there are fans in the seats at WrestleMania, should we take it off then? I. Or no? I don't even know, man. I don't or, know. What we can do is wait till the Monday Night Raw after Mania to see if there's fans. Yeah, Yeah. I haven't heard anything about that. Yeah, Yeah. okay. Uh, Jericho and Khan's demo stays, and Drew's Dragon Breath stays. (laughs) Roman's Chapas stays. Candice's wings stays. Stays. The Varganos or the way stays. And AEW rankings stays. Bronson's little lizard. I think we can take that out. You didn't have it. You didn't, you have, didn't it. have it. Yeah, no. take it out. So you're lucky, Bronson. Even though that is funny to say, Bronson's little lizard. I haven't <laughs> seen it. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tony's Raquel Welton. <laughs> Uh, he avoided the Raquel Gonzalez (laughs) and I think even if I did mention that all I just said was Dakota Dakota and Raquel did I? I don't remember Uh, Tony's hatred for Sasha it stays because she was terrible on Raw (laughs) she was on Smackdown but okay that's what I said Okay, (laughs) on Smackdown Uh, 
what is this? Uh, oh, Clay, you're in it. Yeah, yeah, you're in it. You said yeah, so you stay. You both, <laughs> yeah, so you both stay. <laughs> Corbin and Dominic twinsies. We can take that out. Yeah, yeah, because they wore something different. They were didn't dress the same. But of course, I know damn well they heard the show and they were like, "Damn, they caught us." Um, let me see. What is this? Uh, Tony's crisscross applesauce. <laughs> that we could take out. Yeah, take it out. Serious. <laughs> <laughs> that was gold, Jerry. Gold. Gold, Jerry. God, you guys suck. Um, and finally, uh, Heyman's googly eyes stays. <laughs> You see it on, on SmackDown. He was leaning. Roman's sitting in a chair, and he's leaning over like, oh yes. God. And that that whole thing. He never did that with Brock. I don't ever oh. remember him doing it with CM Punk. Why? No. Why is he doing this with Roman? You know what? Because you know who he did it to. Ryback. He did it with Ryback. Did he? Yes. Yes. Huh. Remember that back on it. And he kissed him on the cheek. Oh crap! No, I forgot about that. Yeah, he did it with him too. What the fuck's wrong with him? Uh, <laughs> All right, that's it for the show. Uh, before we go, though, we play at the end. Uh, it's called the five second shuffle. Uh, what I do is uh, I play a song from my playlist. I just hit the shuffle button. They got five seconds to tell me what song it is. They don't get longer than five seconds. It's just how we ride off into the sunset until next week. Well, we'll give you more content, and you guys. Feel free to put it on our page so we can discuss it on our show. We need content. Jesus, people. Uh, with that being said, I am your host, Tony Diaz, along with the $50 man. Clay Cummings. And the third wheel. Rick Serrano, the third. And finally, for the last time, our intern. Miguel Cole. Adios, you fuckers. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Love, peace, and <laughs> we'll, we'll see y'all next week. Peace out. Are right, you ready? Let's do it. Cesaro. Who said that? Cesaro, me. Yeah, Cesaro. Yeah. He's practicing. Yeah, I don't. I'm getting all these damn ones. (laughs) Here's the next one. What'd you say? Ooh. No, I don't know. Um, It's a little hard, but it's a current star. Uh, Any guesses? Anyone? Uh, current, current. Uh, current. Okay. On the Raw roster. It's an old theme music. Is that Bobby Lashley? It's Bobby Lashley, yeah. Dang it. But you don't get it, Rick, because you didn't. I, I gave y'all hints. Stop. I gave y'all hints. Cut it out. Got <laughs> to <of> cheat. <laughs> Boogeyman? Who? Boogeyman? No. You want to take a stab at it? Uh, <laughs> Natural Born oh. Thrillers. It was Jimmy Hart and Howard Helm. Oh. Yeah. No. WCW. WCW. Young Bucks. Uh, okay. Young Bucks. Rick, yeah. Young Carlo. Yeah. Young Bucks. All right. Last one is tied up. Trish. Gosh, dang. Trish. <laughs> Damn Clay! I know, man. Ah. Give me that tip of my tongue. 
You don't own the right. Bye, Miguel. Chance in trouble.